Hello everyone, this is Joan Zen. I am glad to be here making a new episode of my podcast. It's already number six. If you are listening for the first time, let me tell you that my different episodes aren't related to each other. Every story makes up its own habitat and works by itself. And this time it will be the same. The episode has nothing to do with movies, music, or learning English strategies. Since the last episode, several possible themes have popped into my mind for this new installment. Finally, after thinking about it, although I didn't want to start any tricky story, I decided to share with you one of my favorite topics with which I usually torment my daughter and my wife. Stories about my grandfather. Perhaps you can think that I had a really close relationship with him. Nothing could be farther from the truth. I didn't know him, but in spite of that, I feel a fascination about him and his historical age. He lived the first years of the 20th century in a chaotic Barcelona full of anarchists, gunmen paid by unscrupulous businessmen, corrupt clergymen, military and police bought by dirty money, and finally a rotting dying monarchy. Nothing could be close to what happens nowadays, but this is not the issue at hand. My grandfather was the chef at the Palace Hotel, curiously also known as Both Worlds Hotel. This place doesn't exist now because it was turned down in the late 40s. The building was totally amazing, with some drops of Gothic and modernist architecture and it had a special triangular shape. It was very well known because in front of it was the famous statue of Rafael de Casanovas, one of the most important characters in Barcelona and Catalonia history. Therefore, the hotel was photographed countless times before it was demolished after the Spanish Civil War. My father and my uncles explained to me, when I was young, a lot of fun facts about my granddad's adventures. But to be honest, I think that the majority of them were either invented or exaggerated, to say least. But that's what family stories are for, to enjoy with all the families having coffee on a rainy Sunday afternoon at home. Countless stories were told, almost everything related with the hotel or its restaurant. I especially have a thing for one of those stories. Start by my grandfather, the Palace Hotel Restaurant Kitchen, and Albert Einstein. It was in February 1923 when the famous scientist visited Barcelona. His story wouldn't have been anything to shout about, as he wrote in his notebook, had it not been without the invaluable help of the monarchy 
as usual. Let me explain. His days in Barcelona were spent between obeyances of the high society and tributes of the local government. But something broke these quiet days in our city. Mr. Einstein was a little bit revolutionary and not just in matters of science. He was really interested in the workers' struggle for better working conditions. In this way, several syndicalists and people related to the anarchist movement were interested in meeting him. In those days, my grandfather belonged to the Catalonian Culinary Society, a group of chefs concerned about the terrible working conditions in kitchens in hotels and restaurants throughout the city. At the same time, they were fond of the last innovation in Paris restaurants. Therefore, there would often be clandestine meetings in some of the kitchens of Barcelona restaurants. In one of those meetings, my grandfather met a member of the CNT, a powerful syndicate called Angel Pestaña. It was in the kitchen of the Palace Hotel where the syndicalist told everybody his intention to talk Mr. Einstein. Although nobody believed him, including my granddad, by a twist of fate, Angel Pestaña did meet with the famous scientist the following Monday at the headquarters of the CNT near the hotel. I have no idea how he managed to meet, but some Barcelona newspapers in the day wrote how the activists told Mr. Einstein about the terrible labor condition of the workers and what the answer of the scientist was. And there's the rap, because his words were a pain in the neck for the king of Spain, who deeply hated whatever issue concerning workers' endeavor, in general, or that city full of insane people called Barcelona in particular. Although Mr. Einstein said that he was just a revolutionary science man, and he understood the labor struggle because he was concerned about the situation of working conditions, it was enough to give the most important court bastards in Madrid, including the king of the Spain, an itch. It is not surprising that some smart aleck in the government recommended a journalist from the ABC newspaper, Monarchist to the Core, be sent to attend an interview with Mr. Albert in which he should deny everything said in the meeting with the CNT syndicalist. Why was it so important to change the image of the scientist? Unfortunately for Mr. Einstein, he had a previously arranged audience with the King of Spain to be held in Madrid some days later. The King of Spain, Alfonso XIII, was a miserable man only worried about two things, having sex with female escorts 
and pondering everything in his country. To do that, he had a lot of brown offices walking in cahoots for some of the dirty money. Authentic patriots, all of them. In this way, before the scientists came to Madrid, he had to deny everything in the ABC newspaper interview to calm down the high society of the capital city. I don't know how the visit of Mr. Albert Einstein ended, but some newspaper told that he was impressed by Angel Pestaña, and some years later he was indefectible side by side with the fight against fascism. This is one of the stories that my uncle told me when I was a boy, and it was a pleasure sharing with you in this episode number six of my podcast. Thanks for listening. See you and bye. Thank you.